0: Hi guys, it's Faith from RadicalTransformationProject.com. Thank you for tuning in for another episode of my podcast. Today, I wanted to talk about mental health game changers. And I was just trying to go back and think of some things that I did when I was really, really struggling that made a big difference for me. For those of you that don't know me or my background, I have fought a long battle with depression and anxiety I have struggled especially with depression for as long as I can remember and my whole life has been punctuated kind of with (laughs) some pretty serious depressive breakdowns. So if you're struggling right now, just know I've been where you are and I've learned to manage it. And even if you've been depressed for as long as you can remember, if you've just always felt kind of shitty, you've always had this weight on you holding you down, just know that I felt like that, too, for years and years and years, and I have been able to learn how to manage it. I still have to work at it every day, but I'm able to live a much happier and fulfilled life now, and I'm not saying that to brag or anything. I just want to give you a message of hope. If there's someone out there listening that is starting to feel hopeless, it's easy to get caught up in this spiral where you feel like, I've been depressed for as long as I can remember. I don't even remember a time where I wasn't depressed and everything is so hard, it's always gonna be hard. I've always been miserable for as long as I can remember. I'm always gonna be miserable. It's easy to get caught in that spiral and feel like hopeless and that there's no way out. And I just want to be a testament and let you know that that's not true and there is hope for you. I recovered and I believe really deeply that you are capable of recovering too. So I just wanted to start off with that. So as I was kind of prepping for this episode, I was trying to think of the things I did that I felt really helped me be able to start to recover and start to pull myself out of that and live kind of a happier, depression-free life. The first thing I wanted to talk about is a mental shift that I had, and it's helped me tremendously, and I'm hoping it'll help someone out there too, and that is starting to think of this as a mental health journey and to remember that the journey is long. I know I've talked about this before on other episodes, but I wanted to talk about it again because it really made had such a big impact on me. Because before I made this shift, I had a ton of ups and downs. I think anyone that manages a mental illness knows you have good days and you have bad days. And I'm the kind of person where when I had a bad day, I just felt like, like oh my gosh, I'm doing all this work. Nothing is working. I thought I was getting better and now here I am. I'm not even recovering. I'm not even doing good now, blah, blah, blah. And I would just get in this really negative spiral because I was having a bad day. And so the ups and downs are an inherent part of mental illness. But for me, it really was hard to come out of those downs because every time I would have a bad day, I would mentally spiral into this place where I was just like, beating myself up and I was making the down parts last even longer so instead of just having a bad day now I'm having a bad week and since I've had a bad week it gets even worse because I'm like oh my gosh now I have felt bad a whole week blah 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 and the next thing you know I'm in a full-blown depressive episode and now I've, I'm having a bad month right because I kind of when I would have a bad day I would hold myself down there and so when I had this mental shift of the journey is long I'm on a journey this is a long-term thing it's not about just today, it's not about how I feel right now, it's about being on a longer journey. I was able to kind of wrap my brain around that and it helped me not hold myself down when I would have a bad day. I still have bad days, but I'm able to come back up from them so much faster because I have this long-term outlook where it's like I'm on a mental health journey and the journey is long and this is just one day and I've kind of made peace that I'm gonna have bad days on this journey and it's fine. And it just lets me get back up to my higher functioning self so much faster instead of holding myself down in this kind of negative space. It really helped me be able to accept the ups and downs because when you start thinking long term, it doesn't seem like such a big deal to have a bad day because if you're on a long term journey, I'm committed to being on a mental health journey for the rest of my life, right? So for 10, 20, 30, however long my life is, I'm going to be on this journey and In the grand scheme of things, does it matter if you have a bad day when you're on a 50-year mental health journey? No, it doesn't. (laughs) It doesn't matter at all. So it's kind of just let me let it go. And if you're having a hard time and you're struggling and you are having a bad month, just know this is one phase of your journey. You're going to learn whatever lesson it is that you're supposed to learn during this time and you're going to move on and you'll be on to the next part of your journey. This idea has really gotten me through some tough times and I'll almost use that as a mantra of like when I'm feeling really shitty, I'll just think over and over in my head, the journey is long. And I guess for some people that might be overwhelming or you might be thinking, oh my God, I'm going to feel like shit for a long time. But for me, for whatever reason, it's really comforting because it's like the journey is long. Yeah, I'm having a bad day. Yeah, I'm having a bad week. But this is part of my long term journey. It's just one tiny little section. It's just a blip on the radar. It's not a huge thing. I think mental illness can trick you and it messes with your perception of time where you think having a bad day is that's how you're going to feel forever and that you're stuck in these feelings. And that's not true, right? Feelings are temporary. That's just part of your illness tricking your brain. And whenever I feel like that, where I'm like, oh my gosh, I feel so shitty. I'm going to feel like this forever. I just remember that that's part of my mental illness talking. It's not the truth. And I just tell that part of my brain to fuck off. Like literally, I'm just like, no, like that's not true. And it's toxic. And I refuse to entertain that thought in my brain. I know that feelings are temporary. I know that. I know that's the truth. Even when it doesn't feel like that, Even when my mental illness is trying to trick me and tell me I'm gonna feel shitty forever, I know that that's a toxic, shitty thought and I just turn it off because I don't have time for that. (laughs) I don't have time for anything that makes my journey harder, that makes my struggle harder than it is and harder than it has to be. So another thing that really has helped me on my mental health journey is not entertaining those thoughts, right? I always think, is this thought serving my highest good? is this thought serving my mental health journey? Is it serving me? Is it going to help me on my road to recovery, on my mission to help other women with their recovery? Is this serving me? And having those low-grade thoughts that are bringing you down aren't serving you, so tell them to fuck off. (laughs) People really get on me about the cussing sometimes, but I just, I have to keep it real with you guys. I can't sit here and just Bullshit my way through this podcast. I just like, <laughs> especially dealing, especially when I talk about mental illness and it's something so personal to me. And that's literally what I think. I think in my head, fuck off. So <laughs> I just have to tell you guys um, how I deal with it. And this is part of how I deal with it. So I'm not trying to ever offend anybody with the bad language. I had a friend the other day that had listened to the podcast and he messaged me and he said, I think you're spreading too much of a message of positivity. And sometimes it's okay to be sad and you're telling people not to have sad thoughts. And I understand that and I understand that perspective, but to me being on the journey that I've been on and battling depression for so long, I just can't entertain those kind of down thoughts because I'm putting myself at risk of just relapsing into a depressive episode, right? And I'm not willing to risk my mental health over being able to have shitty thoughts. I think people that don't struggle with mental illness maybe don't understand that because they're able to just feel sad and kind of have a bad day and then go about their time. And they don't understand what it's like to have it ruin six months of your life (laughs) where you're in a depressive episode and now you can't do anything and you can't get out of bed and you're just kind of stuck. But I'm not willing to risk my mental health for anything. That's my biggest priority is keeping myself happy, keeping myself out of depression and out of anxiety so I can serve other women, so I can serve other people, so I can spread my message, right? And so that's my number one priority. And so those thoughts that don't serve that, I just don't have time for them. And I still get sad. I'm not saying like if you're sad, it's wrong. But I'm saying if you're having thoughts that are making your journey harder, it's worth it to me to spend some time to start being intentional with what you're thinking about. I think an amazing thing about human beings is that we're cognitively aware, we're aware of what we're thinking. And so you can choose your thoughts. It takes a lot of discipline, but to me, it's really worth it because keeping those toxic thoughts around makes your journey so much harder. And if you're already managing mental illness and you're having a hard time, trying to find these little things that will make your journey easier can make a huge world of difference, right? That can be the difference between getting out of bed during the day and not, right? So it just can make your journey so much easier. So take out a piece of paper and write down three thoughts you're having that are making your mental health journey more difficult. And I want you to know that those thoughts are bullshit. And I don't even know what they are, but I know they're bullshit because they're not serving your highest good. They're making your journey more difficult. They're not serving you. I believe we're all put here to serve and help other people and live our best lives. And I know those thoughts are bullshit because they are hindering you and standing in your way of living your truth and living your most badass life that I know that you were meant to live. Anything that's standing in your way of being that highest, most badass version of yourself is bullshit. So write those thoughts down and just know, just know in your mind that those are not your truth. They are bullshit and you are free to disregard them. You don't have to entertain them. And like I said, I know it takes a lot of discipline to be aware of your thoughts because we're thinking all the time and there's there's sneaky little bastards. Those thoughts just wiggle their way in your brain, right? I know they do. It still happens to me all the time, but I'm aware of it and I just say no. And it's kind of having this mental discipline of saying, no, like this thought doesn't serve me and I will not entertain thoughts that don't serve me, that don't serve my mission, that don't allow me to move forward and live the life that I deserve to live, any thought or anything that stands in the way of that can fuck off. Honestly, like you don't need it. And I just want you to know, I know how lonely a mental health journey can be and I know how isolated it can feel. And so I just want you to know from my heart to yours, I know that those thoughts that you're having that are holding you back are 100% the next thing I wanna talk about is something that I have struggled with a lot. And sometimes the things you struggle with are what end up teaching you the most, right? And so this has been the most valuable lesson for me. It's had a huge impact on me and I struggle with it. I still struggle with it. And it is to forgive yourself. If you've been listening to this podcast for any amount of time or reading any of my stuff, you know that I am someone that can really get down on their on their selves. I just will beat myself up. If I have a bad day or I don't feel like I'm doing enough stuff. I had a whole episode the other day because someone sent me a really nice email and it made me like cry in my car. I was just so overwhelmed that someone would take the time to write me such a nice email. It just really meant a lot to me. And this person shared a lot of their journey with me and I was able to help them like have an impact on their journey. And it just meant so much to me. It was like very emotional. But then, (laughs) so it's like this beautiful moment, right? And I was just like, oh my gosh, like this is amazing. I can't believe that I was able to reach this person and say something that impacted them. It meant everything to me, right? It was just this beautiful, beautiful moment. So then I go about my day (laughs) and you get those little, I call them troll thoughts. They creep into your brain. And I just really went in on myself because I was just like, I have the ability to reach all these people. I'm not serving them. I hadn't like put out a, a lot of content the last few days. And I was just like, you could be helping people and you're not. You're not even doing anything. You're just at the beach. You're wasting your time. You could be helping people. There's people out there suffering and struggling and they're alone and you're not trying to help them. Like, you're... you're like, I mean, I really went in on myself. I'll be like, you know, you're a failure, you're a loser, all those thoughts. Like, I'm sure if you guys struggle with mental illness, you have them too. They're ugly little troll thoughts and they just get in your brain. And so the forgiving yourself piece has been key for me. That, I mean, that's just an example from the other day, but this has been going on for years, right? I could give you like a million examples of that same exact thing happening to me. And I have to forgive myself that I can't do everything and that sometimes Especially when you're struggling with depression, your functioning and anxiety too, your functioning is lower. There's days where you're not going to get as much done. There's days where I want to go grocery shopping and I'm just like, nope, like functioning's too low today, not going to happen. And I have to forgive myself for that, right? Like I could go in on myself and be like, you're a loser, you're a failure, you can't get groceries. Or I can just forgive myself and choose to love myself on this journey even when my functioning is low even when I'm not doing as much as I want. Someone wrote about this in the Facebook group the other day, and she said, oh, I exercised and I did self-care, but now I feel really guilty because I didn't get you know, my chores done. I didn't get the other stuff done that I wanted to do. But that part at the bottom is so important because the exercising and the self-care stuff, it's easy to guilt trip yourself and say, oh my gosh, like I just wasted all this time. Other people don't have to take the time to do all this shit. Like, why do I have to do this? Like, I think of the self-care part of the bottom of a pyramid, of a like, mental health <laughs> pyramid, if you will. And if you're struggling with mental illness, you have to spend a lot of time on that bottom part, which is self-care, which is exercising, which is eating right, right? Those are all the things I do every day that it it consumes a ton of my time. And it's really easy for me to guilt trip myself over that and say, oh my God, I spent all this time meditating and now you didn't go grocery shopping. You're a failure, you're a loser, you're a fuck up, all these things, right? But that stuff on the bottom is the glue of my life. It holds everything together. If I don't do that and I skimp on them or I don't take them seriously, then the other chores, the other work I'm trying to do, the other the content I'm trying to create for you guys, all of the things that I wanna do in my life will just kind of topple down, right? Cause that bottom piece isn't in place. And so I have to forgive myself for taking that time for myself. And I have to know that it's okay for me to take care of myself. And that taking that time to take care of myself is going to allow me to do the other things in my life that I wanna do, right? I wish I didn't have to go to the gym every day and meditate every day and write in my journal and read and do all the things that I have to do to cope with my mental health every day. But I have to do those things, right? I wish I could just sit here and create content for you guys because that's my mission in life is to help other women with their mental health. And that's what makes me feel good. And it's my purpose in life right now. And I wish I could just sit here and do that all the time. But I can't. My mental health will go right to shit. (laughs) And then I'm not. Who am I serving then? I'm serving no one. So other people in your life that don't struggle with mental illness don't understand how critical that bottom layer is, that self-care part is, it's the glue that literally holds my life together. And I don't think other people understand, like there's some days where I have to meditate and not go to the grocery store. I have to go to the beach and not make content for my business. Like that's just the way it is. And accepting that and forgiving myself for that, choosing to not beat myself up over that has been a huge, huge game changer for me. So if you're someone that beats themselves up, especially about spending time to care for yourself, choose to forgive yourself, choose to love yourself anyway. And it's one of those things where it just will make your journey easier. If you choose to forgive yourself and accept yourself for who you are, I'm someone that struggles with depression. Sorry, there's thunder in the background right now. I don't know if it, if you guys can hear it or not, but if you hear weird noises, that's what it is. It's about to storm really bad right, right now. So I'm trying to wrap this up. I am not a... Uh, brief speaker, if you guys know that. (laughs) Yeah, but I'm someone that struggles with depression and anxiety. I have to spend extra time taking care of myself. And I forgive myself for that. And I accept myself for that. And I choose to love myself for that anyway. And that has really allowed me to move forward on this mental health journey. I was kind of holding myself in depression and holding myself in this misery, instead of just forgiving myself. And it kind of sets you free in a way where you're just like, you know what, like, I do have mental illness and I do have depression and I do have to do these things and it's okay. And it's okay for me to make that a priority. And it's not selfish. I think as women, we have this part of our brain where it's like spending time taking care of yourself is selfish. You need to give all of your time to other people. Even like what I was just talking about, where I'm like, you know, I don't have a family or anything. I have you guys. So I'm like, i literally would sit here all day and make content all day. If I thought I could help someone out there, if I could thought I could reach one of you guys that's struggling, you know, I would do it. I would sit here all day if I could. And I just want to give everything I have to you guys. I think a lot of women would give all of their time and energy to their family and their friends and their support system if they could. It's just part of our nature, right? Our And that's what makes us so beautiful as people that we're so caring and nurturing. But we need to understand that it doesn't mean that you're selfish when you're taking care of yourself right we're going to be able to show up as stronger better women we're going to be able to serve our mission in life more our family more we're going to be better daughters friends girlfriends whatever it is whatever your role is in this world you're going to be able to show up in a bigger brighter way when you take care of yourself and you make your mental health a priority and say you know what my mental health is my number one priority it comes first and it's a really hard to do, but if you can make that shift where you're like, my mental health comes first before everything else, it can make such a huge difference. And it really has for me. I'm like, I have to write my journal. I have to read. I have to get enough sleep. I have to meditate. Those things come first before anything else, before making content for you guys, before taking care of my family, like before anything, right? It's like those things have to come first. And I don't need to feel guilty about that. It's not selfish for me to take care of myself. I know for me to show up the way that I want to in the world, I have to take care of myself. And so just know if you're taking time for yourself, you're not selfish. And if you have any of those little troll thoughts coming in your brain around this that that are telling you that, that are telling you you're selfish, those thoughts are not serving you and tell them to fuck off. (laughs) I feel like that's my advice for everything lately is just like, tell everything to fuck off. (laughs) The next thing I have written down is ask for help. But I just remembered I have a whole podcast episode already on this, but I just want to say briefly Asking for help changed my whole life, and that's why I talk about it all the time. If you need medication or you need to talk to a doctor or a therapist, please do that. Reach out to your friends. Reach out to your family. Ask for help. You're not alone on this journey. Find someone to help you. If you have to pay someone to help you, pay them. Like, do whatever you need to do. Get the help you need. Don't go through this journey alone, please. Uh, Come join the Facebook group. I have a Facebook support group you can join. It has 1,500 women in it that are on there working on their mental health, sharing things about their journey, supporting each other. It's a really loving, beautiful community, but just don't go through this journey alone. I know how hard it is. And especially going through all the ups and downs and trying to figure everything out. And especially if you're having a hard time right now, please don't do it alone. Please find someone to help you get some sort of help. Don't just lay there and suffer, right? That's what I did for literally years. I just suffered silently alone by myself instead of getting the help that I needed. So talk to a doctor, talk to a therapist, go to your, if you go to college, a lot of colleges have free therapists. You can talk to take advantage of that, get the help that you need, ask for help. Please reach out. Don't suffer in silence. Don't suffer alone. Find someone. There's someone somewhere that can help you call a hotline. I don't care what you have to do, but just please take some kind of action to help yourself and get the help that you need and reach out and ask for help. I'll leave the link to the other podcast episode I have about asking for help below. I have a whole episode about this, and I just wanted to touch on it because it really changed my life. Honestly, talking to a doctor, getting on the right medication, and finding a really good therapist that I could work with changed my life. It was a game changer for me, and I wish I had done it way sooner. If you're thinking in your brain, oh, I really should do that, I need to do that, or if you've been struggling for a significant amount of time, please, please, please go talk to someone Don't waste all that time. Wrote like a mini ebook, and I talk about that a lot in there where it's just like time doesn't give a fuck about your struggle. It's still going no matter how shitty you feel, no matter what's going on in your life. And we only get one life. So we really are all on just like a countdown, (laughs) right? And so you don't have unlimited amounts of time. And that's my biggest regret I have in my life is wasting all of those years, years and years and years that I wasted suffering instead of getting help, instead of talking to a doctor. So that's my spiel about asking for help. You guys, if you listen to me, have already heard it, but I don't know, maybe someone out there needs to hear it. So I'm gonna say it again. (laughs) The next thing I wanted to talk about is making a commitment. And this made a huge difference to me in my recovery. So when I finally started getting better, I got on medication, I got my therapist, But you guys know when you go on medication, it's not a quick fix. It takes weeks or months even to kick in. So for me, it really took two months before I saw a difference. And by the time I was medicated, I was in a pretty significant depressive episode. Like I really hadn't been doing much of anything for a very long time. My level of functioning was at an all time low. I could barely do anything. So I got on the medication and that started kind of kicking in and helping me but i made a commitment that i was done screwing around i had just had enough it was like something in my brain clicked and i was just like this is enough like i'm not messing around with this anymore and that's part of my mission of what i'm always trying to talk to you guys about is i'm just trying to inspire that moment for someone out there sooner like i wish someone had told me like hey like you need to get your ass in gear And that's what I'm always trying to do on the blog or on the ebook is trying to say to people like, hey, if you're suffering, like, please do something about it. And if you're waiting to get help, make the time now. The time to do something is right now. It's not in the future because we don't know how much time we have. And you need to kind of put that sense of urgency on yourself where you're like, no, like, I have to take care of this now. I can't keep putting this off and staying miserable. And this is my one life and I'm going to do something about it. So I made a commitment to my recovery. I said, I'm done just not doing anything about this. And before that, I really wasn't trying to do anything. And I have a tremendous amount of respect for so many people in my Facebook group because they're always, even when they're struggling, they're still trying so hard and they're exercising and meditating and journaling and reading and doing all these things. I didn't do any of those things for years. I literally just let myself like rot alone. I wasn't doing anything so i made a commitment to my recovery and i knew exercise had a huge impact on me i had pulled myself out of some smaller depressive episodes before with exercise and diet and i just made a commitment where i was like this is what i'm gonna do i'm not gonna give up i'm gonna do some kind of physical activity every single day even if it's just for a couple minutes i'm done screwing around with this i'm making a commitment to me to my recovery I am done waiting around. I'm done doing nothing. I'm going to show up every day. I'm going to do some kind of physical exercise. And it takes that kind of dedication. It takes that kind of commitment. It's like a commitment you have to make in your brain where you're like, it doesn't have to be exercise. It can be whatever you're doing. Whatever you think is your path to recovery, I believe everyone knows how to heal themselves. So whatever is your heart is kind of calling you to do, if it's meditating, if it's going for a walk, if it's going for a hike if it's petting a dog, I don't know. (laughs) Whatever, I don't know what's going to pull you out, right? You have to figure that out. Figure out what you think the way out is for you, what you need to start doing every single day, and then make a commitment to show the fuck up every single day, no matter what. And you kind of just have to have this, like, I had this mentality in my brain where I was just like, I don't care, like, how hard it is. I don't care what happens. I don't care how bad I feel. I don't care how hard it is. And I know, I know how hard it is. Trust me, those first three weeks of trying to exercise and just being cripplingly depressed after not even being able to shower or eat or do anything for months were so hard, right? It was, it felt impossible, but I fucking did it. We can do things that are hard. Even if it feels like you can't do it, you just, you just can, like, I don't know how else to describe it. It's just this kind of mentality you have where you just accept that it sucks, accept that it's hard, accept that it feels bad, and you're like, I'm still going to show up because I've made a commitment to my healing and my recovery. I'm done living like this, and I made a, I'm made making a commitment, right? It's just a deep, deep commitment you have to make to yourself and to your healing and to to your process. And you know what? If you have a bad day and you can't show up, forgive yourself right away like i said in the beginning part don't hold yourself down in that part and beat yourself up and go down that road right those thoughts don't serve you let them go forgive yourself and then get right back to your commitment the next day as soon as you can get right back to your commitment of eating healthy and working out that's what i did but you know whatever your thing is meditating dancing whatever it is but yeah make think about something that can make you feel better that you think can help you heal that you think would make a huge difference if you did Like, what could you do every day for a month, two months, three months? And if you did that thing every single day, it would have a big impact on your mental health. And you know it could be a game changer for you. Make a commitment to whatever that is and then just show the fuck up every single day in some kind of way. Just show up and do it, even when it feels impossible. I believe people that have mental illness are some of the most strongest, compassionate, beautiful people on this earth. And I know that you have the strength in you to do it. I'm a spiritual person, but I'm not a religious person. But I do believe in that. Like I've heard religious people say, you know, if God brings you to it, he'll bring you through it. You know, I do believe depression is an illness, just like any other illness, just like cancer or something, right? It's a real illness. It's a real struggle. It's real. But it is treatable. People overcome it every single day. I believe everyone that has depression and anxiety has the capability to heal. I believe you have inside you the capability to heal this illness and to overcome it. Even if it's hard, even if you need help for medication, you need help from a doctor, you need a psychologist, you need a whole team of people, whatever it is, but you can heal yourself. And that's such an incredible, incredible gift, an incredible thing. There's so many illnesses that aren't treatable. And this is something that you can overcome is a very, very treatable illness. People overcome it all the time. If you look at the statistics, they're good. I don't know what they are off the top of my head, but I've looked at them before, because I'm just like, does anybody ever come out of this? I don't know, because it feels like, I'm gonna feel like shit forever. (laughs) And the statistics are good. Like There is a good chance that you will recover, that you won't be depressed forever, that there's a light at the end of this, and that you'll go on to live the beautiful, happy life and to be the force that you're meant to be in the world. I don't believe that we were put here to be depressed and miserable and to suffer. There's nothing noble about suffering. I believe you're here to be a light in the world, to be a force, to love the people in your life, and to spread good. That's what I believe you're here to do. And it's a real honor for me to share part of my journey to try to help you on your journey, because I know that you have so much to offer the world, and you're going to be such a great force for good. I truly, truly believe that about every single person listening to this podcast. So, okay, I'll stop being so sappy. I don't know, I get on these things sometimes and they just come pouring out of my heart. I can't help it. (laughs) I'm a very sappy, emotional individual. I'm sure you guys can tell. So anyway, this was a long, rambly podcast. (laughs) If you listened to it, thank you so much. I hope I said something that you find helpful. I've been posting on Instagram a lot more lately. I'm kind of moving off of Snapchat the Instagram. So I would love to have you over on my Instagram. It's Radical Transformation Project. And I've been posting stories and content on there. I just recently did a giveaway. I'm going to do another giveaway in a couple weeks. So come on over there and follow me. You can win some books. I'll leave the link to the Facebook group below in the show notes. I would love to have you there if you're not a member of that. You can find all my free mental health resources and tips and tricks on my blog at www.radicaltransformationproject.com. I love and adore you guys so much, and I will talk to you in the next episode.